Hey everyone, before we get into today's episode, I just want to thank all of you for listening on a daily basis. Today is our 1111th episode and being a 111 guy, it's a special episode of The Playbook. And the success and growth of this podcast would not be possible if it wasn't for all of you. So thank you to each of you and every one of you for listening. And I hope you stick around for the next 1,111 episodes. This is The Playbook. Coming with the hard-hitting questions for Mr. David Meltzer. Uh, David, for the last two years pre-pandemic, you've been helping me monetize not just my first podcast, but my second podcast. And as we've grown our content team, um, we're starting to get to a place where we're at uncomfortable growth, where a lot of the publishing side is getting backlogged. I want to see if you have any lessons or stories you can share of when Sports One marketing turned into the Meltzer media machine and how people had to transition into new roles. Um, how did you work your way through any of those uh, early challenges to get to the point where you're broadcasting every single day on multiple different platforms? Thanks. Yeah, I think with any success comes uh, growing pains, you could call them, and pains an indicator that you have a better place to be. And so I've always used the three stages of learning in order to scale. Uh, and those three stages are that, you know, to be cognizant when you're growing of all right, how much time will it take this person to get up to speed or to break even? That's the learning stage. The second stage is how long will it take to execute on the new subject matter or project in order to effectuate at least a three times earning? And then, of course, the equity stage, the final stage, where that person can teach others in the same methodology of being able to be shadowed, work with, and then supervise. And so this very simple yet, uh, you know, I think effective approach of di uh, diagnosing the st learning stage, the execution stage, and the equity stage in growing initially as well as scaling when the successes are there. I do also want to acknowledge the appreciation during the growth. Uh, so many people feel overwhelmed. They feel punished. Um, I think feeling overwhelmed is a testament to living in abundance. Uh, you know, it's so funny that you talk about be careful what you wish for. I l literally every day wish that there's more than enough of everything for everyone. And so when I have more than enough business, more than enough opportunities, more than enough options, uh, I will not feel punished. I always feel promoted and protected. I feel blessed to be overwhelmed. And it's my job to utilize uh, these three stages of scaling, as well as you know the methodology of the five daily practices to figure out how to prioritize uh, the most important things to me with all the options and opportunities that were given. Prioritization is the antidote to feeling uh, overwhelmed. It's also, if you're a, a procrastinator, it's the antidote to procrastination. Those people that know how to prioritize, those people that know what they want, who they can help, who can help them, and how to get it done are the ones who know and do what's important, say what's important, think what's important, believe what's important, and feel aligned with what's important to them as well. In other words, they are not in search of their why. They are applying their why every day. Thank you, David.
Appreciate that. You still didn't give me a story, but I'll I'll hold you to your feet to the fire the next time. <laughs> oh, story! I, I can give you a story. You give me a story of when you scaled from one show to two shows, and what kind of stress that put on your team, your incredible team that you have all up here on stage. Colleen, Nick, yeah, uh, J Rock, Mike. Tell tell yeah, me, so, Justin. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, Jay Stonius. Um, yes. Look, it, I'm at ten podcasts a week, and I started. That's at it. One. Can we get to twenty? Yeah, we can get to 20 for sure. Um, but, you know, look, it, it's about uh, understanding the resources that it takes so that when you move from, you know, one show uh, to two, you know, it's sometimes three times the work. And, you know, what you want to do is start creating systems as you move from one to two, because eventually it exponentially gets easier and diminishes uh it's just a matter of time not a matter of people or systems when you get to you know seven podcasts to eight to nine to ten it's just a matter of doing the shows because by the time you get there you've now paid the dummy tax learned the lesson so when i went from one show uh on tuesdays to a second show on thursdays um it it was so much work just to get two guests a week, right? Remember, it's not just the show and the production and the editing and the captioning and the, you know, when you have a stage theory of capturing every show, modifying it, amplifying and perpetuating it. But I think the biggest stress in this story was, holy moly, we got to get twice as many guests. And, you know, when you're first starting out, you're getting the guests. It's not like today where hundreds of people a day ask me to be on my shows. Um, I would say it takes far less work today to do 10 shows a week than it did to take two shows, let alone one show when I first started. But the persistent, consistent pursuit of what I knew was possible, uh, as you have learned and what you do, allows those efficiencies to take place.